This is the Rad Podcast. Rad is both who I am, Rachel A. Dawson, and what I'm here to do. Share about what I'm reading for R, an action step, the A, and something to discuss for D. This is episode 10. Let's get started with reading. So today I pulled an old book off my shelves. It's called Consolations by David White. It's a book dedicated, like literally the the dedication is to words, to their beautiful, hidden, and beckoning uncertainties. White just expands on one word at a time for a few pages, and it's beautiful. I want to read you the section on rest as I found it striking. And especially in this season where we're staying at home and social distancing and quarantining, I found it really beautiful and meaningful. So let me read this directly from the book for you. Rest is the conversation between what we love to do and how we love to be. Rest is the essence of giving and receiving, an act of remembering imaginatively and intellectually, but also psychologically and physically. To rest is to give up on the already exhausted will as the prime motivator of endeavor, with its endless outward need to reward itself through established goals. To rest is to give up on worrying and fretting, and the sense that there is something wrong with the world unless we are there to put it right. To rest is to fall back, literally or figuratively, from outer targets, And shift the goal not to an inner static bullseye, an imagined state of perfect stillness, but to an inner state of natural exchange. The template of natural exchange is the breath, the (laughs) autonomic, it's a weird word, (laughs) the autonomic giving and receiving that forms the basis and measure of life itself. We are rested when we are a living exchange between what lies inside and what lies outside, when we are an intriguing conversation between the potential that lies in our imagination and the possibilities for making that internal image real in the world. We are rested when we let things alone and let ourselves alone to do what we do best, breathe as the body intended us to breathe, to walk as we were meant to walk, to live with the rhythm of a house and a home, giving and taking through cooking and cleaning. When we give and take in an easy foundational way, we are closest to the authentic self and closest to that self when we are most rested. To rest is not self-indulgent. To rest is to prepare to give the best of ourselves and to perhaps, most importantly, arrive at a place where we are able to understand what we have already been given. And the first state of rest is the sense of stopping, of giving up on what we have been doing or how we have been being. And the second is the sense of slowly coming home, the physical journey into the body's uncoerced and unbullied self, as if trying to remember the way or even the destination itself. And the third state is a sense of healing and self-forgiveness and of arrival. And the fourth state, deep in the primal exchange of the breath, is the give and the take. 
the blessing and the being blessed, and the ability to delight in both. The fifth stage is a sense of absolute readiness and presence, a delight in and an anticipation of the world and all its forms, a sense of being the meeting itself between inner and outer, and that receiving and responding occur in one spontaneous movement. A deep experience of rest is the template of perfection in the human imagination, a perspective from which we are able to perceive the outer specific forms of our work and our relationships whilst being nourished by the shared foundational gift of the breath itself. From this perspective, we can be rested while putting together an elaborate meal for an arriving crowd, whilst climbing the highest mountain or sitting at home surrounded by the chaos of a loving family. Rested, we are ready for the world, but not held hostage by it. Rested, we care again for the right things and the right people in the right way. In rest, we reestablish the goals that make us more generous, more courageous, more of an invitation, someone we want to remember and someone others would want to remember too. I don't think I can add any words to that that are more beautiful than what was written. So I encourage you to check out this book. It's Consolations by David White. Now for action. Today's action step is something fun I've been doing lately, trying new types of exercise. I challenge you to try a new form of movement or physical activity sometime this week. There are tons of great online and virtual options for this right now. I personally use a free app called FitOn and I'm loving it. So I know you can find something that's totally free and accessible to you no matter your fitness level or interest or space or anything. I tried a Pilates class for the first time because my friend Lauren raved about it. It was a lot harder than yoga and my abs felt it. I tried a cardio dance class and I felt like a total fool, but I was so proud of myself for giving it a go. Nobody had to see me or watch me fumble around and it was so much less intimidating than ever going to a real class would be. I've tried some new yoga styles, new stretches, and some new strength exercises. So, Whatever you're into, whatever sounds intriguing to you, I challenge you to give it a go today. I promise you will feel, it will feel good to move your body. Uh, the endorphins will be worth it, and you might just discover your new favorite thing that you didn't know you were missing. All right, discussion. There is a thing about Instagram stories that I want to discuss with you all. That thing is people sharing unsolicited feedback, advice, or opinions. And look, I know this little podcast and the thoughts I share here aren't going to change the world, but maybe they will help a few of us, myself included, be better humans, and that is worth it. Okay, let me set a scene for you. It's a Monday night. I've just done my bedtime routine. I get on my Instagram stories to share about a new thing that I'm loving, oil cleansing. I share why I started doing it, because I hate water on my face, uh, how I do it, a process I had researched thoroughly what I use to do it. Again, I researched this and I say that it's working great for me. I didn't suggest anyone else do it or prescribe it as a method for anybody. I just shared what was working for me. And wouldn't you know it, my inbox instantly started filling up with messages from people telling me I should make sure to do this or why didn't I try this or what about this product or what about this method or have I thought about considering this line of, you know, 
pyramid scheme items. <laughs> I love the heart behind these messages. I do. Some of them were from friends. Some were from strangers. I do appreciate people wanting to share what they think and what works for them. But what I would like to suggest and discuss here is maybe we save our thoughts and opinions for when they're asked for. Now, nobody offended me or made me mad with their messages about oil cleansing, not at all. But it got me thinking about how often we jump in with our feedback and advice and opinions when they were never asked for or invited in the first place. It's not usually harmful, but sometimes it can be. Think comments about pregnancies or about a diagnosis, etc. I'm sure you've had examples of this in your own life or someone you know. I wonder if we might do better to listen more, to keep our thoughts to ourselves more, and to wait for feedback to be requested before we offer it up. What do you think? Yes, this is actually an invitation for you to share feedback. I would love to hear it if you have it. Well, friends, that is it for this week's episode. I would love to ask you to subscribe to this podcast in whatever app you like, as it makes sure you see all future episodes. If you're loving it, would you mind leaving a review? My birthday is coming up in a few weeks, and that would be a really awesome gift. It helps, it helps friends um, find the show, and it's great to hear your feedback, too. I love it. I'd be personally very grateful. Okay, before you go, let me leave you with a quick benediction of sorts. May you find rest today. May you remember what you love to do and who you love to be. And may you live into that bravely and beautifully. You are dearly loved, and I'm grateful you are here, as always. If you're looking for me online, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel A. Dawson, and my bookstagram is at AlderRadReads. For everything else, find me at RachelADawson.com. The music and mix for this episode were created by my brother, Drew Dawson. You can find out more about his work on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Dawson Music underscore. Thanks for listening and stay rad, friends.